Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today's episode is late. (laughs) Point blank, today's episode is late. It is Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. But I know my episodes normally come out on Mondays. I am so sorry for the delay and making you wait. But your girl has been hustling. I have been talking to you all for months about the Queens of Confidence group coaching program coming to fruition, getting ready, and the time has just about come because this upcoming Monday, March 20th, enrollment will be open. So I am so excited if you guys want to work with me in a group setting, build a community of like-minded girls work together, learn together, grow together, have the best time ever, look no further because the Queens of Confidence group coaching program is about to begin. So I'm not going to share too many details because everything will come out Monday. So you'll see on Monday everything you need to know. But what I will say is anyone who joins the waitlist and enrolls from the waitlist is going to get a little 
gift from me. I mean, like, it's not some Cartier bracelet, so don't expect anything too special. But it is a nice little intro surprise if you enroll and join the program after having been on the wait list. So get on the wait list right now. The link is in the show notes. The link is in my Instagram bio. The link is in my TikTok bio. Anywhere that you could find me, you could find the link. If you see me going to the gym, the link is tattooed on my forehead. If you see me going to Whole Foods, the link is tattooed across my ass. I swear. I I don't know how it got there, but it's there. So again, I repeat, in about 72 hours, enrollment will be open for the Queens of Confidence program. This is something that I have been working on for so long and it is going to be amazing. I am just really proud of it and I'm really excited to get you girls in there working with me and yes, it is a smaller investment than working with me one-on-one. A lot of you have inquired about one-on-one but then you say, I need to save up, I'm not financially ready which is totally fine. Everyone has their own things but... If that's you, if you haven't been able to make that investment, this one is going to be perfect for you. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's topic. Right person, wrong time. It came to my mind because we just talked about closure a couple weeks ago. And this reoccurring theme of closure has been in my mind and on my heart and just around because of you know my own things and also just a lot of things that people have presented to me and brought to me it's a big thing that people ask for advice about closure getting over a boyfriend whatever it might be and when people talk about closure when people talk about relationships and couples and even like celebrity couples they're always saying right person wrong time I don't know what it is, but everyone has this like romanticized idea that their ex or this relationship, whatever, is the right person at the wrong time. And I am so against that. I firmly believe every person is the right person at the right time. I do not believe in right person, wrong time at all. I believe in divine timing. I believe that every single person enters your life how they should and when they should. And I believe that every single person exits your life how they should and when they should. Point blank. Period. I believe that everyone, they are the right people for you, the right person for that time in your life. That's when it was meant to happen. That's when they were meant to be present. That's when they were meant to leave. And I believe this because they taught you something. Or the situation taught you something. Or maybe they learned something. And that is bigger than a reason that we will be able to understand with concrete proof at this point in time. You won't really understand what that lesson is or what the reason was until you need to use that lesson in the future because you might not need that lesson today. You might not be consciously aware of the lesson right away. You might not walk away from that breakup like, okay, here's a bulleted list. I learned A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's not always how it goes. It's not always that clear, cut, concise. But what might happen or what happens often is that two years later, you're gonna meet someone And at some point, 
they're either going to say or do something that's going to trigger you. And something magical is going to happen. When it triggers you, you're going to stop yourself. And you're going to say either like, this is exactly what I went through with so-and-so. And I'm not doing it again. Or you can say like, this is what I did last time. This is that self-sabotaging behavior that I've done once before. Let me not. Let me not act like this right now. Let me not act like this with this guy because I actually really like this guy and I don't want to do what I've done before. And keep in mind, when I say it's going to trigger you, that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. I feel like people hear the word trigger and it automatically means like a trauma or something really, really bad. I just mean that it'll set something off in your brain, like a memory. It's just going to trigger. Think of it like a switch. Like the the switch is going to be flipped on and it's like walking into a dark room and turning on the light. That's what's going to happen. Something will happen, good, bad, any which way in between, that will remind you of a situation that you've been through. So it's not to say two years later, you're going to get cheated on again and it's going to remind you of the last time. No, it might be when you start like overthinking with the guy that you really like or you might start pulling back a little bit because you're afraid of doing too much too soon and that's when the trigger will go off and you'll say, I've done this before and I I blew it because of this self-sabotaging behavior and now, you know, you, you finally really, the lesson like really comes up for you and you're actually able to implement it at that point so it's all about divine timing for me and I think divine timing can never be explained or understood because of one big reason divine timing is sisters with divine reasoning and because I believe in divine reasoning that's why I don't sit back and think about what could have been I think about what was I think about what is I am not going to sit here and romanticize potential and what coulda, shoulda, woulda been like everybody likes to do. And I really think that this right person, wrong time is really romanticizing potential and not reality. But we have to think of it like this because this is very important to remember. Write this one down, ladies. Just because things could have been different doesn't mean things would have been better. Okay? Let that one sink in. Let that one hit really deep in the gut, all the way down there. Just because things could have been different doesn't mean things would have been better. I want to see you guys posting that on your freaking Instagram. Getting You guys want to post all these cute little quotes on your story? Post that quote on your story. Make that a reminder for yourself and for everybody else out there. Because people say these things like, if I would have met him three years later, we would have worked out. If I would have met him two years ago, we would have worked out. But things don't work out with people they aren't meant to work out with. Period. It doesn't matter where or when. Think of it like this. Like I said, you learn from those relationships. You learn from those things. So say you met him three years later. You would have never had the experience with him or her. So guess what? You would have never learned the lesson. 
How could you learn a lesson from an experience you didn't have? You had the experience with him or her, so you learned the lesson you needed. But instead, if you didn't have the experience, met him three years later, you wouldn't be going into it knowing what you know now because that lesson and that experience wouldn't exist. You wouldn't have the same knowledge. And it's not to say that you would have had the same problems either way. I'm not saying like, oh, well, even if you met him three years from now, he'd still be this way or you'd still be that way. It's not to say that you would have the same problems, but you would be such a different version of yourself that your mentality just simply would be different. And you might not even connect with this person in the future. You might not even be interested or attracted in this person in the future because people's mentality changes based on experiences that they've gone through, based on lessons that they've learned. So if you would have met him two years earlier, if you would have met him five years later, what difference would it make? Because you'd be in a completely different mindset, a completely different time chronologically your timeline would be different so there's nothing to say that you would have worked out if you met at a different time this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around the weight of different stressors in life and no matter how big or small when we keep them bottled up it could start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down it's not just for those who've experienced major trauma Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. I mean, shit. I think about my first boyfriend when I was like 15, 16. I think I, I can't remember if I was a fr- No, I, I was a sophomore in high school. He was so adorable. He was such a cutie. He was a very, like, a lot of girls liked him. A lot of girls had a crush on him. And he was from such a tight-knit, family-oriented lifestyle. Good parents, good brothers, went to a good school. Like, just a, all, everything around him had reasons for him to be just a really good kid, a really good guy. And he coulda, shoulda, woulda grown up to be a really good man. But fast forward a few years after I had, you know, been with him. And when I was with him, I don't even think he had a single tattoo on his body. He was like, he was only a year older than me, so he was 17. Um, You know, he was young. But fast forward a few years, I mean, he was like a different person. He completely destroyed himself with drugs and alcohol. His tattoos are horrendous. He looks terrible. He has no relationship with his family, to my knowledge at least. I I don't really know much about him personally, but from what I do know, I'm pretty sure that they have, like, fallen off. He's been, um, what's that word? (laughs) Uh, What is that word when you're, like, removed from your family? Disowned? Disowned? I don't know. That doesn't really sound. Are people owned by their family? Disowned? I don't know. Whatever the fuck. He is not acquainted with his family, to my knowledge. Okay. Now, if I met him in my 20s, you couldn't even pay me to consider a first date with him. I wouldn't even give that man my phone number if he came up to me in a bar. But I could sit here and say, oh, but he was such a cute, nice, family-oriented boy. If he was still like that, we would have worked out in the future. I mean, this is an extreme example. I'm talking about someone who went from being, you know, really nice and sweet to being like, you know, not all not all there but point being we change so much that we have no idea if we'd work out with someone in another life if we met them at another time we have no idea what will happen what will change how we will grow how others will not grow we we don't know what will happen so like i said in the closure episode we need to prioritize peace because when it comes to this your peace is so much more important than romanticizing what could have been or dwelling on the potential of something or thinking like finding all these reasons why they they were the right person but right now just wasn't Oh yeah, it's it's just bad timing. I'm really busy with this or I have that going on or I'm just not in the headspace. It None of it matters. If it was meant to be, it would be. And this is why I believe two things. This is why there are two things that I say quite often. One, I don't date for potential. I'm not going to romanticize someone for who they might be or what they could potentially become, or what we could potentially become together. If it is not what what I see right now, if this is not what they are presenting to me today, clear as day, no. If that's not who he is right now, no. 
I'm not going to see the potential and wait around for him to step into that. Dating someone for potential, choosing someone for their potential is so dangerous to ourselves because we put ourselves in a position of expecting hoping and waiting and there is a huge chance of disappointment ahead of us huge and the second thing is that I don't believe anymore at least in the one that got away I definitely used to when I was younger and I knew that I had been at fault for certain things but as I've gotten older I, I just have totally changed my mind. I understand if you did something wrong to someone who was a really good person and could have been a really good partner, that it makes you think like, damn, they're the one that got away. But realize that your lives went in different paths afterwards because you were in each other's lives. You can sit here and really say, because of what we learned together and how we grew from it since our experience together we went the paths and the directions that we needed to go for our lives so if we would have met afterwards then we would have never done the work on ourselves that needed to be done as a result of that relationship so we would, it wouldn't have worked out anyway because we still needed to get on our lives' destined paths. And when you really believe what's meant to be will be, when you really believe in divine timing and divine reasoning, you realize that no one could get away from what's meant to be. So even if you had a good guy or a good girl and you were immature at the time or you blew it, whatever it might be, They really couldn't have gotten away because you most likely did them a favor by letting them move on and letting them go. And the honest truth is you simply weren't ready for them at the time. So it wasn't meant for you either. And it all goes back to divine timing. So that's that on that. And now I have a really good Dear Victoria question that I want to answer for you all. Dear Victoria, I am in a long-term relationship with my boyfriend. We have lived together for the past two years and he treats me like a princess. He always drives, pays for things, always tells me to sit in the car while he loads the groceries, even in snowstorms, and always asks about my day and genuinely listens to me. We hardly ever argue and I am happy with him. Dun, dun, dun. However, I don't even want to say it because it makes me feel bad. But I am done with nursing school in a year and all of my peers and other nurses I work with are all married or dating other nurses, doctors, engineers, etc. My boyfriend is a barber. And while I am very proud of him, I just can't shake the feeling of not wanting to talk about it when others are talking about their boyfriends or husbands. 
I know it's 100% because of my ego, but I always think about how suiting it would be to be with someone who is in a similar profession to mine. It just gets complicated because I don't think I could find someone I connect with more than my current boyfriend. We broke up a long time ago for a year and I actually dated someone in medical school and while that was good, the entire time I knew I could never love him as much as I love my current boyfriend. Your advice would be great since I love being with my current boyfriend and he treats me so right, but I always get that insecurity when it comes to talking about jobs. Oh boy. All right. Here's the thing. You're 100% right when you say it's 100% your ego. So it, it is coming from a place of feeling maybe superior, feeling like you worked really hard for a much more prestigious career and you want him to be on your level, you want to feel that way because you're playing the comparison game of other people. They have that, so I feel like I should have that. If I have this, then they are going to judge me. For starters, quite frankly, no one gives a fuck about your boyfriend's career. So no one is judging you. No one is thinking about it. And if they are, that's really weird. Like, I, generally speaking, if I met a nurse and I said, what does your boyfriend do? And she said, he's a barber. It really wouldn't register in my brain. Like, I wouldn't think twice, like, that girl is a nurse and her boyfriend is a barber. What is she doing with him? She should be with a doctor or an engineer or another nurse. Like, it just wouldn't come to my head like that. I wouldn't even think twice about it. So first first things first is realizing that people do not think about your insecurities the way that you think about your insecurities. So it's totally in your own head and it's not something that other people are dwelling on nearly as much as you are dwelling on it. So I wanted to put that out there for starters. Next is figuring out why you feel this way. Is it simply the job title? Like, oh, he didn't really get a good education and go to all this schooling and he didn't really work that hard to like do something extravagant. He just kind of, you know, became a barber. Is it, is that how you feel about it? Is it his income? Do you feel like he doesn't make enough money? Do you want someone who takes on 100% financial responsibility? Like you're not looking to go 50-50, but he can't really afford to take care of you all the way. Is it something to do with the, the money? Is it the lifestyle? Is it his hours? Is there something more about how you live a certain lifestyle? I know when you're a nurse, I think you have like a few days on, a few days off. You have certain hours and... I think if you're a barber, you're working probably like six days a week. You're working daytime hours. You're free at the night. Like, is it that your your lifestyles aren't lining up? Your hours aren't lining up? Do you feel like you want someone who is more on the same page with you in that sense? And then when you figure out what it really is, the actual job title, the actual money, the actual dollar amount, the lifestyle being different from yours when you whatever it might be it could be something else that I haven't mentioned then you really decide what you value more the way he treats you the way you feel about him the relationship all that stuff or the lifestyle or the money or the job title figure out what really holds weight for you 
and what really matters. And I'm not saying that if you choose one of the other things, it means that you don't love this man. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm basically saying is that if you choose one of these other things instead of your relationship with him, you're pretty much choosing compatibility. And I think compatibility is very important. And I think when it comes to careers and money and lifestyles in relationships, being compatible in those areas is extremely important and just as important as how that person treats you, honestly. Because you could be with the nicest guy ever. But if the ideas and plans that you have for your life aren't possible because of something that he does differently, then you have to reevaluate what you really want. Do I want to be with this guy because he's the nicest man possible and he's so good to me and this or that? And also have to give up the certain plans and ideas I have for my life? Or am I willing to be single, date around a little bit until I find someone who can give me everything? Who can give me the love, support, and relationship that I have plus more compatibility? You might not find it off the bat and you might not find it with the first guy you date. So how you're saying like, yeah, a year ago I tried to date someone in the medical field but It just didn't work out. I knew I liked this man more or I loved this man more so I I couldn't do it with him. That doesn't mean that you would never find someone else. That doesn't mean you could never be with someone in the medical field. It doesn't mean you could never be with a nurse or a doctor or an engineer. You'll never find someone like that to give you the whole package to treat you the way you want to be treated and have the compatibility. It doesn't mean that. You gave it a try with one guy and he wasn't your person. It wasn't meant to be. So I just really wanted to give you that perspective because... I don't necessarily think that it's the worst thing in the world if that compatibility is important for you. I think it is important. You just have to decide what's more important. Being with someone that might not give you 100% fulfillment and 100% satisfaction, but you say, you know what, I'm willing to compromise because I love this man that much, or waiting a little bit longer to find someone who could give you everything. I really don't think that either way you go is wrong. What I will say is, if this man is absolutely perfect, like I'm talking checks all of your boxes aside from this job situation, he is 12 out of 10, the perfect guy for you. I do think that you'd be foolish to end it over an ego trip. I do think it would be a little bit silly to let your ego get in the way of something so perfect because that is self-sabotaging and self-sabotaging just may come back and haunt you in a little bit. I had a friend who was with like the perfect guy. He gave her everything he checked every single box down to the money the job the career the income the lifestyle every single thing but he was really short and 
she hated that she couldn't wear heels around him. Not that she couldn't, but she didn't feel comfortable wearing heels about him. It made her feel insecure because everyone always said how she's taller than him and she just felt bigger than him and she wanted to feel like she was with a really like masculine guy and she hated that she felt like her man was smaller than her and like she wanted to be with someone who, you know, could like like protect her and like cuddle her like she just wanted to be with somebody like bigger you know taller bigger whatever and I just remember saying to her like is it going to be that important to you that you would be willing to lose him like is it that much of an insecurity because if it's that much of an insecurity that it's going to you know follow you around for the rest of your lives and for the rest of your lives you're gonna look at girls with taller boyfriends bigger boyfriends and be jealous and say I I wish I had with that I, I you know comparing your boyfriend to their boyfriend are you gonna feel like your man is unattractive like are you not attracted to him do you feel like it's not sexy that he's you know small like that's really important you need to feel attracted to your partner so is it going to be to that extent and that bad that you'd be willing to give up having like all around else the perfect guy except for the fact that he's short and you know she said no like she she'd rather be with him than not be with him so think about it like that that is my advice for you so I hope that this question helps a gal in need or multiple gals in need but that is all that we have for today I'm so excited for Monday. Make sure to get on the wait list for the group coaching program to get in on a little surprise. And we will have a new episode out on Monday. So lots of things coming on Monday. Stay tuned. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 